Good love our gracious queens are throughout their just queens. Their time has come. United Queendom. United Queendom is sponsored by Q Bar, who provide the best gay night out in London. Enjoy Q Bar, Q Club, Little Q and She Bar in Soho every night of the week for drinking, dancing and, despite the name, limited queuing. Hello, I'm Ed Dyson, podcaster, comedy writer and stay-at-home dad with no children. And I'm Sam Dowler, journalist, broadcaster and co-host with The Mo Host. And we host United, United Queendom, the number one British drag race podcast. Although our brand tends to be more number twos. Thanks for Tina turning us on. Now let's get on with the show already. Well, um, I just want to say, first of all, uh, we've had an amazing response from all you guys, a lot of you, from uh, what we said last week. And it's been very emotional, hasn't it, Sam? Uh, a, a lot of you got in touch. It has. And thank you for your concern. It has, concern. It has cleared up now with some, with, some, um, with some treatment. Oh, wait, what are you talking about? <laughs> about our news last week. Not your private news <laughs> that's meant to be off. I know. <laughs> I've had su- we've had such lovely messages from, like, friends and foes. No, not foes. For just, just, I mean, like, it's just warmed. What did I call it? A you, a you community. Because I feel like they are a community and our listeners are a community. And I know some, some people don't necessarily always reach out, but, like... I know, so, honestly, some of the stories made me cry. Actual, real tears. So um, I'm glad we've been there as a support for people. And, um, you know, it, as we said, it is a hiatus. So, like, you know, we are certainly never saying never. But, um, you know, there's a, there's a natural break coming up anyway. So hopefully we will be able to sort something out. But we, honestly, the reaction has been amazing. And we really, we really love you guys. Thank it's not you. a natural break. There is actually a new season starting quite soon. But I, I think no matter what happens, to be honest, I don't think we're going to be covering Canada versus the world because we've geared up now. Yeah, that's what I mean. We wouldn't do that anyway. We, we would have done it. Of course we would. It's, a... it's not It's not presented by RuPaul. No, but we did um, the first season of Canada. We didn't manage the second, but it's because it was clashing with another season. But a lot <laughs> of the queens on Canada versus the world. I mean, it's just like doing UK versus the world, really. It'll probably be on BBC as well. Anyway, I'm not um, making a case for us to do it. But uh, a lot of you guys... <laughs> the thing is, a lot of you guys often get in touch and tell us things you find funny or questions or like, oh, we got this wrong or, oh, this was offensive. Obviously, we get that a lot. But um, uh, the messages this week have been more along the lines of like, oh, when I was struggling with this or that, like this podcast was uh, uh, cheered me up a bit. And hearing stuff like that is really heartwarming. Mm, that's what I mean. And uh, sometimes we forget when we do it week to week. And it makes us even more determined not to call it quits. We still haven't found a solution yet, but a lot of you guys have come up with some great solutions and we are looking into them. So many ideas. I'm calling them leads. So we are following some leads, much like a police detective. And I think by next week, the semi-final, we will have maybe more of an update. I don't want to give false hope, but um, we are working on it. All is not lost, but also no promises. But what I can promise you is we will be recapping this episode today because... Obviously, why wouldn't we? Because <laughs> we're here now. Anyway, and it's good. It's going to end now. <laughs> It'll be like, um, what's it called? The Sopranos, where we just cut off mid-word and that's the end. Wait, is, does that happen in Sopranos? I've not seen I've The Sopranos. I've actually seen I know the I should see it, everyone tells Spoiler, me. But it's so parodied, <laughs> the last episode, that in the last scene, um, halfway through, what's it called? James Galv... Gandalfini? Gandalfini. Who plays Gandalfini. Tony Soprano. <laughs> not Gandalf, like Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Gandalfini. Yeah, I Sopranos and I just thought it didn't even look like a real wizard. So I'm just like, what is the point of this? Honestly, it's not even realistic. Where's Frodo? 
Where is what's the name? Gollum. You shall not. You shall not pass. What are you talking you about? You shall not pass. No. Wind. What's the what's? See, conversations like this are why you guys will be glad we're going. So that's why we're doing it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, that was a famous. We're showing you just how shit we can be. <laughs> you thought it was shit. Well, you ain't seen nothing yet. Um, speaking of shit, should we rate this episode of Drag Race? Well, the thing is, I was as I was watching this for the second time um, this morning, I was thinking second, about you, actually, masturbating. No, <laughs> I was thinking about you and how you would rate this. Obviously, we're about to now because, A, it's got Squid Games in it, a parody of Squid Games. B, it's got, you know, CBB, some of our best moments on CBB, which, again, we talk about all the time. But then C, does that scupper it because... Um, it's shit. So I'm going to give it six. Yeah, I could go six. And yeah, I had the exact same thinking as you. I thought the, these are two things that I love. So, but the thing that didn't make sense to me is I don't, I don't know why they didn't just stick to one. I don't know why they needed to do Squid Games meets Big Brother. I think a Big Brother parody could have been really funny. Yeah. I think a Squid Games parody could have been really funny. Mm. Instead, they meshed them together. And bear in mind, Squid Games is a Korean show, so it's not... You, you know, with Drag Race UK, they tend to pick shows that are... And we haven't run out of British shows yet. There's loads of great British shows. Mm-hmm. So um, I know Big Brother's not originally British either, but we have a version of that that is iconic with our own people, our celebrities. So I don't understand really why Squid Games got thrown in, as much as I love it. Um, so yeah, that did leave me with a bit of disappointment. I'm, I'm not going to lie. But I've, I gave a, it gave me a feeling of... You know when um, you know you love two pop stars, whatever. It's like you know, it feels Celeste. a bit like when Madonna, well, Madonna did a uh, did her duet with Britney. I fucking love Britney and hey, I fucking Britney. love Madonna, but then the com- but the combination wasn't that great. Oh, it was. Do you know what I mean? So it's like it's really. I mean, it was. I mean, if you want a better example, Whitney and Mariah's duet "When You Believe." I think that is a uh, where the sum of it. What's it called? Less than there the may be part. miracles when you believe, when you they, believe. They, I love that they song. They covered from, um, who was it? Leon Jackson did it first from X Factor and then Whitney and Mariah covered it yeah. later on um, and did an inferior version, in my eyes, than the Leon original. But, um, yeah, speaking of uh, very sad times, last week yeah. Dakota left yeah. and everyone was very devastated, losing their shit. I mean, it was... The saddest news of the week after United Queendom announcing a potential hiatus. But even this week, the queens are all crying about it, aren't they? Especially Danny Beard. Tears running down they that beard. They are. I mean, they are. I mean, for tears only. He had a, he had a big wet beard, um, just like my dog. <laughs> um, but she... The weird thing is, is that also um, Cheddar Gorgeous went on um, Instagram and obviously doled up... Um, Dakota in the outfit that she won it that Cheddar won it, in yeah. so and then and then posted that on Instagram which first of all I thought was quite weird like I mean it's weird to put somebody in your own outfit but um I mean I love Cheddar don't get me wrong but like I mean but the words underneath were very emotive and like and the and I feel like <coughs> they obviously loved her and um the fact that they numerous occasions on this episode were like mm, we just think it should have been somebody else we're not naming no names Jumbers but we do think it should have been someone else and probably you but we are just going to leave it though honestly when honestly some it should have been somebody else obviously not myself or or you Danny Beard or you Cheddar I mean or you know or um, or Pixie so you, but uh, someone hey, so someone are else are you talking about are you talking about me I can't help but think I can't help but think that you're talking about me. I'm not going to make any accusations here, but I honestly thank you guys for talking about me. And I don't know why, maybe I'm just a bit paranoid. 
but I think you're talking about me, especially because you keep mouthing my name and pointing at me while you're speaking. It's really making me think that it's me. And you know what? You're making me very paranoid. But, but the weird thing was, okay, because, I mean, if we're talking generally, yes. Terrible accents aside. I do think that Jumbas maybe is not strong enough to still be in the posi- in the competition. No. But if we're talking about last week, which they were talking about, I thought, as I believe I said, Pepper should have been in the, the bottom two, not um, with Pixie. Um, well, no, I've said it already. I thought it should be Jumbas, and I thought Jumbas should have gone. I said it last week. Roll the tapes. Go back and listen. That's what I said. And clearly, the other queens agree with and, and they're all saying, like, oh, well, everyone was so strong. How did you choose? I think, apart from Cheddar and Danny, who were good, I think everyone last week was quite bad. Actually, Dakota wasn't that bad. So I, I do get she shouldn't have been in the bottom. But I think apart from that, they were all quite... Thank you. Um, Pepper, Pixie... And Jumbas were not that great. So does it really matter? But anyway. Pepper Piggy Pick Pepper Piggy Pixie. Pick a pick a piper pepper pick a pick. That's rude. That's rude. Pixie's not piggy. Excuse me. Piggy polite. Um and then a Pixie <laughs> thinks she smashed the lip sync. Which is the theme of this season is Queen surviving the lip sync and then thinking they smashed it. Well it's like, no, you just did the less bad out of the two. Yeah. Um well, like just, 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 just winning, winning um, by default doesn't make you a lip sync assassin. I mean, I think that should be written in neon in the workroom. It should be tattooed on their foreheads. Um, yeah. As should delusion convince yourself, because Jumbas is saying, "Well, my luck was more put together and refined than anyone else's," and I'm like, oh. "It was put together." It wasn't, honey. I mean, it, I didn't mind her look, but. This feedback everyone's giving her about a brand, I do think it's very valid, and I really don't think she's listening mm. or understanding it, and it's to her detriment. But it's also a bit late to find your brand at this stage of the composition. But um, uh, yes, it is. It's too late to find. Yeah, I mean, like, but then, you know, that's that's really a job for the casting agents, isn't it? Really, yeah. As opposed I mean, to I th- for Jumbers, she can't really. Can't really slate her for No, it. I don't think this is Jumba's fault too are. much. I think she should have probably left halfway through this series and been quite a lovable mid-out mm. queen. And I think they've mm. kind of, for some reason, <laughs> kept her... Lovable mid-out queen. <laughs> <laughs> Rachel mid-out. They, um, they've kept her till the end and it's like, well, and you keep telling her she's not good enough, but then you keep not sending her home. So I don't really know why you're doing that. Make up your bloody mind. <laughs> um, but yeah, she, and Jumba's thinks her USP is her fashion and everyone needs to catch up with me and... To be fair, I don't think she's had a single really good look this this season. That does change today, but I mean, again, a bit late in the season for it. Um, well, I get it changes today, but I mean, I wasn't as blown away as everybody else seems to no, be. But we'll get there. Go on. No. Well, Rue is back this week. She's back. I, I heard where she was, by the way. Oh, go on. Gallstones. Um, apparently she did catch COVID, which I think we had guessed. But apparently she caught it off Naomi Campbell, which is crazy. Um, wait, but... Naomi Campbell was in the first episode. Naomi Campbell wasn't... Was Naomi Campbell was on All Stars 7. She wasn't even on this season. Oh, right. What is, what's he talking about then? That's Apparently, that's what Willem said. I know not the most reliable um, source of information, but Willem said that um, she heard from the UK Queens that that's what happened. Rue told them when he got back what happened, and it was that... I think Rue is friends with Naomi Campbell, so I don't think it's necessarily from her coming on. Oh, right. Because if, if she'd come on, I think everyone might have got it. But uh, I think she caught it off Naomi Campbell and then... Yeah. It's weird because when you do catch COVID, usually, I mean, God knows I've had it a few times, it takes a few days to clear. And this looks like, unless they had a little break after the Michelle episode for a few days before this one. But it seems like it was quite a quick turnaround. Mm. Plus you don't, um, plus you don't necessarily tell, 
You don't necessarily tell people who you caught it off of. That's a little bit um, finger-pointy for a start. Well, especially not Naomi Campbell. She'll fucking beat you up with a phone. Exactly. He'll get a, she'll get a fucking blackberry right in the face. <laughs> um, but I think... Yeah, I mean, they could have... They could have... I mean, really, they couldn't have paused it for a couple of days. But I guess, obviously, the turnaround with Drag Race is so quickly... You know, they've been... Sorry, we've got the old... We've only got the old book till Friday. Oh, yeah, and she'll, have a, she'll be flying off to do another season... Drag Race South Korea, North Korea in a week or so. So, um, And they should have saved Squirrel Games for them, but instead <laughs> they've got it here. And so I was very confused because they introduced the Squirrel Games and then they mentioned Big Mother. And then I was like... And then started talking about CBB. Yeah, and then yeah, I thought, are, the two, really, are they being split into two groups and one of them parodies Squid Games, one of them parodies Big Brother. So I was very confused, but um, Cheddar gets to assign the roles. And did you immediately clock who all the people they were parodying were well yeah i mean it didn't take a genius did it um you had like obviously bear grill i didn't get minxie straight away is minxie meant to kind of be like amy childs or katie price oh just like a just a mixture of all the silly tarts just a been towie on yeah well obviously davina de yeah yeah Davina. yeah and kimmy booburn was clearly kimmy woodburn and then i mean how did you work that out babes <laughs> bear growls um i know obviously not associated with big brother to me but he is a reality tv and then same with um ashley and pudsey they did sassy and fugly which obviously brit's got talent uh, uh which is th- and obviously and they weren't and they weren't on cbb either at all so random no no well pudsey's dead now they didn't mention that in this episode but i interviewed pudsey once which was no yeah, it was really... I had to interview... Well, Ashley answered all these questions because he was um, a dog, obviously. Uh, but they they told me, still don't ask <laughs> Ashley the questions. Ask Pudsey through Ashley. It was a very, very surreal moment. And, oh, um, do you know what? I'm proud of. I'm not being yeah, funny. Speaking of Britain's Got Talent, uh, that is what we were talking about. It's off air, but... Can I just say that I, I've done that as well? Did we want to talk about David Williams? So I was going to say how I met Ashley and Pudsey as well. And... Um, Basically, she was a right bitch. And like, I tried to say, because I'm a doggy person, I tried to say hello to the dog. And I was like, hello. And they were like, don't touch the dog. Don't touch Budsy. Did you get that as well? No, but um, she she was very adamant that she acted as if like the dog was Shirley Bassey or something. Which was like, yeah, like as if she was like the big star and we all had to like bow down. And it was quite weird, but I just kind of went with it. Um, but yeah, did you want to talk about David Williams? Or did you just do it and I missed it? Uh, no, I didn't do it. And I was going to... Well, I was just going to... I was just going to say that, um, obviously, he's been caught out this week <laughs> on a hot mic. I mean, obviously, the same thing's... The same thing's kind... Oh, no, a similar thing has happened with... a hot with, mic. <laughs> a similar thing's... <laughs> hot magic mic. A similar, um, a similar thing has happened with uh, McCann this week as well, but it's like he was caught, you know, calling um, calling contestants cunts and stuff. Then Piers Morgan piped up and said, the nastiest man in show business, which is a rich coming from him. I mean, like, do you think, like, hot mics and, um, and like, using somebody's... Um, do you think it's fair? Well, I'll just say about you saying it's rich coming from Piers Morgan. To be fair, Piers Morgan, I think, is known as quite a nice person, like, behind the scenes. And, like, people who work with him tend to only say nice things about him. Obviously, his on-screen persona is a bit more aggressive. Um, But, yeah, the thing, um, the hot mics thing. I mean, we were talking about in relation to Fern McCann. I do think leaking private messages and voice notes is a bit shit. Because I don't think any single person in the world can say that 
if every, if all of their texts and voice notes and emails were published that they would have not said anything that they regretted or that sounded bad, etc. So I, I think it's an unfair standard to hold celebrities to. In this occasion with Britain's Got Talent, he obviously when they are on the panel, they are mic'd up. People can hear them. Lots of producers can hear them. I used to, when I worked for a newspaper, um, sometimes we did stories of this nature. Like sometimes the judges would talk to each other and it would end up leaking and we'd do a story on it. So uh, David Williams, I think, should have been a bit more um, wise to this. Like anything you say when you're mic'd up is not necessarily private. Mm. But also what he said, I don't think really was that bad. I mean, he, he called someone a cunt behind their back. I mean, who hasn't done that? And he... He made us what was it a, a comment that some girl she's the kind of girl who thinks people yeah, want to fuck he up said she's a, yes that's right I mean I don't think that qualifies for cancellation but I mean there are a lot of rumors about David Williams that are a lot more extreme that haven't really come out they they're on social media mm. and his kind of well, I won't talk about them, but I think that maybe it's one of those things <laughs> same, same as with James Corden I think sometimes there's a lot of rumours about someone's behaviour that have been going on for a long time and then eventually the thing that kind of gets the attention is something that's not even that big of a deal but I think it's almost like um, I don't know just opens the floodgates exactly yes I think there's an uh, I think I think his day of reckoning might be coming but this would be a silly thing to open it but I mean it always is it always starts off something silly and then everyone starts piping up yeah exactly but I think as well like I think with especially with this case and also with um I agree with you. I don't I don't believe that, you know, I don't think it's fair to go into somebody's private messages, etc. But I think, like with the whole Ellen thing as well, I think if the if you if the person you are portraying is opposite to who you actually are in real life so like you know like if someone's like a massive cunt but they always always go on tv and like oh and do charitable stuff but then do shit behind the scenes like i I think that's more of a you're more exposing their true nature do you know what i mean and showing people that they're a liar and i think maybe that has some merit what do you think to that yeah i agree i mean but but with david williams it's kind of like his persona is a comedian and all of these things that he's been accused of are quite um, in trying to be funny. So I don't think this is the same as the Ellen thing. I mean, I've met Dave Williams before and he did actually touch me quite inappropriately and I don't mean that to sound worse than it was. And he did it in a jokey way, but it was, um, I, it does stick out in my mind as, I think he's known for being a little bit, mm. I mean, obviously he's famous for a little bit. Handsy. I wouldn't even, because it wasn't even like a, a grope, it was more of like a jokey, like, thing. But also it was very, um, I don't know. Maybe I shouldn't have mentioned that. <laughs> There's also bloody Warren Beatty this week. That's quite... I mean, that's a lot more dark, so not not a laughing matter. Wait, what's happened with Warren Beatty? Oh, not more. He's been accused of rape, um, but he, he, oh historic my God. rape of an underage girl. Uh, she, the, the girl who's now a woman. She was 14 when, um, when this allegedly happened. She's now made a video talking about it um, years later, and it sounds, yeah, awful. I mean, he's almost dead now. But, uh, well, this is the thing. I mean, so was I mean, Donald Donald Trump's been accused of um, sexual misconduct by fifteen odd women, and a few of them rape. And then also we heard we heard Why are these women are exactly, and we heard him um, we heard him talking about grabbing them by the pussy. But nothing's nothing came from that, did it? So I mean, it just depends on how much power you have, I suppose, whether you get cancelled or not. Well, I guess that's very much Donald Trump's brand. So I guess that wasn't too much mm, of a shock. Yes, yeah. it is. It's disgraceful. But, um, yeah, should we get back onto Drag Race? Or any more rapes? Yeah, any more rapes? <laughs> um, so uh, this pissed me off, much more than all these rape a- accusations, that Danny was, like, 
when they're in the workrooms, like, worrying about the other queens, like, oh, I don't know if they're going to be good, I'm worried about them, da, da, da. I'm like, bitch, it's a fucking competition. You should want the other queens not to be yeah. good. Like, why are you sat there? And I hate when people yeah. have, like... I think we were talking about this the other day for, uh, for a different reason, when people kind of, like, are judging you but wrapping it up as concern, dressing it up as concern, and mm. it's just like... Oh, so yes, we were. focus on you? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what we were talking about? I do remember what we are talking about, yeah. But I didn't want to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, it was, I mean, it was not that scandalous, everybody, so I'm not going to talk about it now, but yes, absolutely. It's just like, it's, it's, like, it's almost like people use concern as like a weapon, as in like, you know, as in like, or, or like a way to um, diminish you or to, you know, to to make you feel a bit stupid. Yeah. I think that is quite possible. And then saying like, oh, it's just because I love you. or blah, 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 And I'd have blah. more respect if someone was judging you if they were just going to do it openly. But when people try and be a bitch, but also try and pretend they'd be nice while they're doing it, I'm like, oh, that really does just grate on you a little bit. <laughs> Sticks in my craw. Uh, did you enjoy the references to your friend, late friend Nikki Graham? Uh, I did. I mean, this was great. This was a great one for, for references. I mean, but it's what I thought was so funny. Well, not so funny is that like, I mean, they should have had us in there, first of all, writing the script for this because it would have been fucking brilliant. Oh, definitely. They could have got more deep cuts. Yeah. Yeah. We would have been, A, like it was, like even when they did the David's Dead thing, like it was wasted opportunity. And and also like, this is supposed to be, I guess, a parody of lots of different things. But the original of all of it was like 10 times better. And like, this is like, this is like the, the source material. They pretty much decimated the source material and made it, somehow made it all not funny. Yeah, there were no jokes in there. And Michelle was directing the rehearsal and she is still bitter about the fact she didn't win Celebrity Big Brother. And it's like, she wasn't going to win it. She wasn't going to win it. Like, do you, do you remember when she did that? I mean, I did, I did like her on it, but like, she, she was very measured. Uh, she didn't get it, wasn't it? That was the one with Katie Hopkins, wasn't it? And um, and um, yes, and Perez and Perez and those two were just horrendous. So, I mean, there wasn't Perez a lot was she could do. <laughs> oh, he was. He was so disgusting. He honestly, I hated him. Yeah. Oof. But and I remember they all did a talent show the year Michelle was in and her talent was reading and she read them all and it was really shit. And I was like, oh my God, you are not even good at this and you're a fucking judge on Drag Race, which is <laughs> the most biggest platform for it. Um, she had lost her voice, to be fair. But yeah, I just thought it, this rehearsal just looked like they were all flopping. It was really cringe and quite awful to watch, actually. And Michelle looked like annoyed like the whole, the whole way through, didn't she? Yeah, and then when it eventually got to it, it wasn't even as bad as it was made out. So they really kind of... <laughs> the editing was on full display here. I mean, I thought Cheddar's accent was crazy. <laughs> Pepper's shouting was annoying. Um, and I thought it was really weird that Danny did Diviner with his Scouse accent, because we've seen in a previous challenge, he can do it, he can get rid of his accent. And I thought, well, obviously Davina McCall isn't mm. from Liverpool, so I don't really know. I get that, um, I, I think I got a bit confused in this challenge, because then later they said to Pixie, you, you were too much like Kim Woodburn. I was like, well, to me, I would have thought they're making clear references that so I would be doing a bit of an impersonation, but then it didn't seem like they wanted that. Of course. It's Boo, her name was Boo Burn, but also um, it was... Like, because I don't know, Cheddar was like, oh, I mustn't do it. I'm, I'm slipping into Brummy. Why didn't? Why not just do Brummy the whole way? There was no, there was no specifications of what accent to use. I don't think so. Um, no. Should have just done well, Brummy. Yeah, her character. I, unless I'm 
didn't get it. I didn't think hers was a specific person. It probably was. No, exactly. So like she said, could have yeah. interpreted it anyway. But I thought for Pixie, if she had done any other voice but a Kim Woodburn voice, it would have really been shit and she probably would have been read for that. So I don't really know what she was supposed to do. Yeah. Other than what she did. And she was good at it, I thought. I thought, I thought she, she was going to win. She did, she did well at it. I was it. baffled that they mm. kind of critiqued her for doing what I thought was a good job. Um, yeah, I agree. So then in, back in the rehearsal, um, they're all talking dads. Um, and John Buzz is crying straight away about missing his parents. And it's like, well... Oh, God. You'll be seeing, you'll be seeing them soon enough, don't worry. Um but yeah, she said how her dad told her about Drag Race in the first place. And I have to just tell a quick story about my dad, because my dad's coming to stay this weekend. Yes! And it just really made me laugh, because yesterday I messaged because we... He's coming down with my brother and my brother's two children, and we were trying to think of somewhere family-friendly to go eat tomorrow. And I asked my dad, I was like, have you ever been to Five Guys? And then my dad replied, like, what, is mm. it some sort of gay club? And I was like, Dad, I'm not, <laughs> not going to take my eight-year-old... Ne- niece and nephew to a gay club in the middle of the day in London like what kind of life do you think I lead I'm like it's a fucking burger chain he's like okay okay I guess we can try it so yeah that that's what I've got a weekend my dad but it does remind me because my dad always used to say um he was just there. Well, I could do that. I could do that about anything. And I remember once um boy George was on TV and he was like uh, I could do that I could do that and I was I was like, what, you could you could be Boy George? He was like, yeah, I'm the business. I'm the business, I could be it. And I was like, you don't, don't quite realise what it just, just what, it, what it entails. It's not just like putting on a funny wig with some makeup, which Dad would have happily done. <laughs> I was like, you've also got to be a nasty cow and, and you know, and be, be able to sing and also ch- chain people up to um, <laughs> radiators as and when. Have you told <laughs> your story before? I, mem- um, I can't remember if it's a story that's appropriate for telling, but about the, the shitting on the... Pl- the train platform about your dad or is that a is that a personal story <laughs> have i remembered that right have i have i gone crazy <laughs> no but i can't remember it but it's this ring a vague bell what was it go on i can't remember well. i can't remember if it was that your dad had joked about doing it or if he'd actually done it i think oh yeah no yeah he had he had joked about it i think it was something about him saying Something like if I well, if I'd have been there, I'd just done a shit right there on the platform and put a and put a candle like a birthday cake or something. How <laughs> <laughs> do you know you say it? <laughs> I mean, they might not look the same. Well, I mean, put put a bit of slap on my dad, and he could have looked like him. To be fair. Oh my god! I don't know if you've been watching Jungle this week, but Boy George was talking about um about how every week he gets a back sack and crack from his barber. He gets his barber to 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 wax his balls. Oh, it was a horrible thought. But yeah, Boy, Boy George is crazy. I can't tell if he's going to do really well in this or really badly. Well, I'm not getting good vibes because I think, again, I've got... Uh, the vibe I'm getting, again, is like with um, Michael Barrymore. Do you know what I mean? They think that they're beloved and they basically, all they do is they, all they, do is they show themselves up for being um, out of touch so, like, I mean, like, I don't know whether they're surrounded by people who say they say everybody loves them. You're a national treasure, like, nonstop. So then, so then when they actually come into a situation like this and they just, and they sort of, like, you sort of see how weird and set in their ways they are. Do you know what I mean? As in, like, oh, I don't like it like this, so I don't like it like that. But then, but then everyone ends up being like, oh, you're a bit of a twat, aren't you? That's how I think it might go. Well, 
I think it's very different because I think Michael Barrymore, his career was pretty much over when he went on Big Brother. So at least for him, I think he could only, the only way was up. Whereas Boy George, I think he's quite... But it wasn't, it was worse. Well, he was worse, yeah. But I mean, it could have worked. There was a there was a reason why it... Could... He thought the only way was up, but it turned out there was still room at the bottom. But at least he had nothing to lose. Whereas I think Boy George is... Um, quite still has a lot of fans. He's got a lot of money. I don't really know why he's on the show because he, like, it's dredging up. Like the Rent Boy uh, spoke out this week, didn't he, about him? And it's dredged it all up. Yeah, and he said how yeah he said how appalling he thought it was to have to give this guy a platform after and and he did say something and I discussed it with my sister actually and it is true he did say something like if it, if I'd been a woman if this was a if this was a straight man and a straight woman then that had been cancelled for good. Oh, 100%, that's true. I, th- I think that was a valid point. But um... So basically it's, basically it's saying, like, you know, that he, it, like, what happened to him isn't as valid because he's gay or because he's a rent boy or something. So um, I don't know, and I have to agree with that in a way. Uh, I totally get it. I mean, I will say that I do think there's no point in having a prison system ju- justice system if we don't respect it so he did actually confess to it he did mm, do his yeah. time yeah so he is technically yeah, right, rehabilitated yeah. so i mean i don't think that means no one can ever yeah. mention it again but i don't really see what the point of doing all that is if you, the person's not forgiven and allowed to go back into society and boy judge has said he was yeah, on a lot okay. of drugs at the time and he was like crazy which i do mm. believe but yeah i mean I, I get what people mean because this week he's why George was on his high horse about Matt Hancock Hancock coming in and I do get that as well exactly. I mean, Matt Hancock <laughs> is revolting but I do think a lot of people were joking <laughs> saying boy George is sat there judging but let's not forget you know not many XYZ well yeah, yeah, yeah it's yeah. easy to look into his past as well but I will say Matt Hancock I do think mm. it's a disgrace that, and I do hope he donates his fee to charity or something because it's um, well, actually, funny enough, I've, I've got to talk about um, donating fees um, on Sunday on the news because we were talking about should should David Beckham, you know, should he be shunned by the LGBTQ community for taking so much money off Qatar and stuff? I don't and it's like this I think Qatar thing. in this is it because it's illegal to be gay in Qatar and that, now we'll... it's illegal to get it's illegal to be it's illegal to be gay. They've got a terrible human rights record, and whilst building all the um, they use basically slave labor practically whilst building all the stadiums, etc. And loads of them died, and they never and the families never got compensation. Right, and David Beckham, what's his involvement? Does he own the oh, football Oh, so team? he's basically... So basically, they, they've gone on about, um, you know, like... They've gone on about, you know, their terrible human rights record, especially especially when it, when it comes to gay people. And obviously, FIFA tries so hard to be like, you know, get, get you know, racism and homophobia out of football. And then simply because Qatari bribed the right people, um, they got, you know, the, they got the World Cup there. So everyone's a bit like, well... Mm. It just basically, unsurprisingly... F- football and footballers are all about money. Let's not forget about it. That's exactly what David Beckham signed. He took like maybe like seventy-five mil from them for being like a spokesperson. Seventy-five a... million. Yep. Um, and what? What's he a spokesperson for? The World Cup. Yeah, for the World Cup. Um, oh! or for Britain and Qatar I or something. Think it's... Oh, yeah, I know. So exactly, it's disgusting. And he's already got the money anywhere. He's already got enough money anyway. So people, I, what I will say when I'm going to talk about it, um, is that he should. Give all of that to LGBTQ charities, or at least, or you know, or at least make sure that money goes to the families of people's um, of workers who've died in Qatar building the shit. So I mean, like, it is all massively corrupt. And um, in this scenario, obviously, it's Matt Hancock, and he's—I mean—he got a relatively small amount compared to, to compared to David Beckham. And I do, in a way, understand where he's coming from. Um, 
you know, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to be seen as this this monster. But at the same time, like it's, I think it's too soon. I think it's it's too soon to do this after the pandemic. And he's he's not a likable person. Like his personality is awful. Like it, love or hate Boris Johnson, and most of us hate him. At least you can say if he went and I'm a celebrity, he'd probably be quite likable because he's has a sense of humor and he's goofy. But Matt Hancock, like mm. to win people over with the real you, you have to have a. I've never seen any sign of anything likable about him. But just to go back to David Becker. <laughs> First of all, I can't believe he's been fucking paid that much. Second of all, um, it really pissed me off a few years ago when he got caught speeding and he got let off because of who he is. Whereas actually people like David Beckham, I think, should be held to an even higher standard because of his lifestyle. Mm. And so many young men, maybe not anymore, but used to look up to him. So to see him get a massive fine would have been like, I think, a good, um, what do you call it, deterrent for people yeah agreed and he just gets away with anything and i don't even hate david beckham but i just think he gets such special treatment and i agree with you i think he should take some of that massive amount of money and put it to some good i'm sure he does loads of charity work in fact yeah i know he does because he's desperate to get his bloody knighthood isn't he yeah well that's not going to happen though is it really with the whole knighthood i mean he obviously that's why he did the whole queuing up thing. Oh, don't anyone take any pictures of me. Make sure you take pictures of me to show that I'm queuing up on my own the whole way through. But um, we don't forget those emails where you where you said the people deciding who gets a who gets a knighthood as a cunt, David. Sorry. <laughs> well, I, I think we don't forget those emails, but I think most of the public have. It, with that queuing thing, everyone was acting like he was a saint. And I do think that was the decent thing to do. And I don't even think he was doing it for attention. But, oh, all right. Why do you blow David Beckham then, babes? Well, I mean, I think he obviously did it knowing he would get attention. But I do, I do think David Beckham... I mean, it probably was more about the, again, the knighthood. It's probably like kissing up to the royal family and doing it like that way and making a big song and dance about it. I just think, I don't know. I just really don't have a lot of good things to say about David Beckham. I told you he put me in that headlock that time. Well, not headlock. What's the one where you put your arm behind your back? Arm lock. Oh, um, what did he? What did it hurt? No, it didn't. It was it was very gentle. But I was trying to get selfie with Victoria Beckham, and he got my arm, put it behind my back, and pushed me away in one swift, painless motion. Um, <laughs> he did, and it was. I did quite enjoy it. But um, that is. Uh, as, was it joke? Was it jokey? No, it was. He really didn't want anyone going near Victoria, and I was like, "Well, I'm not being funny." She, I think she looked like she wanted to talk to me as well. I mean, I think he was jealous because I was approaching her and not him. But at the end of the day, I'm not going to speak to David Beckham when there's a Spice Girl right there. And yes, she was wasted. But I mean, she likes to drink. Was she? Oh, God, yeah. That was the Glastonbury where she fell over and it was in the papers. <laughs> I, don't know who, I, don't know, I don't know who wrote about it. <laughs> Anonymous sauce. Well, it was, well, obviously, it was Jerry's 50th birthday this week. And what happened? Where was Mel B? Is what I want to know. Oh, I don't know. I think a uh, uh, minge was kicking out a right pong. That's all I know. Oh, um, we're kicking out a right pong. Well, you know. Oh, hang on. That's blackface. That's uh, that's that's Keith Lemon. I did think that as I said it, but then I was like, "What?" That's cancelled as well. Wait, can you can we still make a joke about that joke if we joke about the fact that it's awful after? I don't know, but it would be quite funny if we got cancelled like an episode before our final episode. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so. Obviously, our weekly segment is Sam explains to me who the guest judge is. So who's Lorraine Pascal? <laughs> I, I have heard her name, but I don't know who she is. And I still don't know. She is like a TV cook. 
and presenter. She's done loads of, she's done loads of books as well. It's a, it's a bit of an odd choice, really, because I do, I did recognise her, but I was like, what? And because she's all, she's normally got really straight hair, like uh, pulled back or in a, or with a, um, with a fringe. So like, if you don't, if you haven't seen her for a long time, you would be hard pushed to remember who it was. But um, yeah, yeah, she's really lovely, and she looked beautiful, didn't she? She's fucking, she's nearly fifty as well. She was beautiful. She, uh, Rue introduced her, which she doesn't usually do, as his friends. So I think they are actually friends because I was a bit like, what's she doing yeah. here? Uh, Rue looked great. Yeah. She was in blue. She looked, she looked kind I of I didn't like really like the wig, one. though. Sorry. No, it wasn't her best. Uh, my partner, Lewis, thought um, she was dressed like Wonder Woman, but I don't think that was the reference. <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> the category on the runway is Rough and Ready, so Ruffles. Very reminiscent of Rosé in season 13, which less said about that, the better. Oh, God. Yeah, did not enjoy this runway. So what did you think of Danny Beard and her blue ascot get-up? Uh, I'm going to give this a hit because, I mean, another judge said uh, later on that this isn't the kind of look we get from Danny Beard. And um, I thought she looked beautiful, so I'm definitely giving this one a hit. I thought it was a great outfit. She's back to covering the beard, which I don't like. Um, yeah, I did give it a shit, but she was out first. Now I've looked at all the rest. I do think she... I'm going to change it to, <laughs> to hit, because I thought the standard was going to be a bit better, but actually I gave all shits this week, apart from my hit of the week, which I think was quite an obvious one. So, yeah, the um, the next one is that very hit of the week I just mentioned, which was Jombas. Never thought I'd say that jomba's hit of the week wow i don't even know how to describe this outfit but that yeah the mint green um the tool the 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 what you call it silhouette the train it's... and the massive the massive um hat as well the sort of the, the um it was kind of giving me d'artagnan vibes the hat so um yeah i was loving it yeah but it... i wouldn't say it was the best one of the best things that's ever walked down the down the runway and also i mean if she's if she's talking exclusively about uk drag race then yes she was talking about uk but i still think it's way over the top i mean even this season there have been better runways than this it is good and it's definitely Agreed. the best she's looked but rue throws this out a little bit too much these days i swear every season she says yeah. her look is the best she's ever seen and i'm like well that's redundant then isn't it bitch um, she even said it about, what's her name? It's because she's got Alzheimer's, she's forgotten the rest of the outfits. That is why she was off last week and Michelle was there, because Rue had Alzheimer's and forgot where to go. She actually went to Starbucks. <laughs> um, so what did you think of Cheddar and her yellow and black pansy look? Well, I love Cheddar, I do. Um, and she said um, again on Instagram that this was, you know, the the, the reason behind it. And I'm, I'm assuming she would have said the reason behind it, but they cut it out. It was to do... No, it was in. It was in. Oh, right, yeah, yeah, about the, the pansies, um, which I really liked, actually. I liked that idea. Um, but do I think it was amazingly delivered? I don't know, because it did. She, she did look like one of those things you have in the shower. Um, you know, not a loofer, obviously, but I don't... I bought one the other day. I think it's called a shower squash or something. I don't know. Douche. Uh, looked a bit... Uh, like a... Uh, <laughs> something like that. And the and the fact that it was yellow and black sort of made it look a bit more like danger, danger. So it was it was an odd it was an odd choice, and the the silhouette was kind of odd. But I mean, you know, she, I love always love the meaning behind Chad Chad Gorge's work. So I I did give it a hit. I did put it shit, but yeah. It, later on, when they got critiques, I did start to like it a little bit more. Um, yeah, I mean, I do just roll my eyes because when she comes out, I just know she's about to say, there's a message behind this one. I'm like, oh, here we go. <laughs> like, can we not have one that's just a nice outfit? Does it always have to have a fucking message? She is, she is intense, you have to say. I mean, like, her, like, her Instagram posts are all very intense. And um, like I've said before, I think, like, I mean, I love Cheddar Gorge, you know I do, and I think she's definitely in for the win. I think, definitely, I don't think, yeah. I don't think she... 
I want to see her laugh at herself a bit, do you know what I mean? Be a little more, be a little bit more lighthearted. And she does do that. She, I mean, I liked it in the VT when she said, um, when she said she doesn't like reality shows, despite her, despite her current situation. Despite my funny. current situation. Yeah, I did find that quite funny. <laughs> um, yeah, so that was all right. Black Pepper, um, I gave this my shit of the week, this denim look. And they, again, Rue said, she didn't say it was her favourite of all time, but she said it would go down in her street. And I was like, mm. I, I did like the denim, but the face keeny was not it for me. No, the face keeny made made her not very accessible at all. And I I don't like the fact that there was... Um, when she when she walked back and you saw the back of the outfit, like it looked like there was a like a pair of old tights stuck to her head or something. I don't really, yeah, or like some jeans, I mean, sparkly, sparkly. I don't really get it. It was, it was. I think it was too much of a mishmash for me. Actually, I'm not going to give it my shit of the week. So I just realised that the last one should get my shit of the week. This was the shit of the week. Yeah, it was Queen Elizabeth. I mean, I did think obviously we've seen it done not even just this season, but in previous seasons. Um, I did think the face and hair was good. The the outfit was just not good at all. But the really. but the bottom half, like literally, it was like you know, like beige tights, and literally that was it. I don't understand why there was nothing on the bottom half. I'm, I was getting real Spanky Jackson vibes, and that's not a compliment. <laughs> why would you put Queen Elizabeth in a short like dress, like a slutty know. dress? It, or if you're going to do that, exaggerate it so much that it's funny. It was really bizarre, and it looked awful. Really bizarre. <laughs> Um, like, why not do, like, thigh-high, you know, thigh-high um, lace-up massive boots with it or something? Do you know what I mean? Like, Or, like, um, I don't know if you've seen in the video for uh, I Can't Speak French, and they have, like, the uh, the uh, the underlay hooping of underlay, a big dress. Underlay. Do you know what I mean? Even that. <laughs> Even that, do you know what I mean? But nothing? Nothing but horrible brown tights? Horrible no. brown tights. I saw the tights and they were horrible. Um, what, what did you make of the Squirrel Games Big Brother mashup? Well, I mean, I know we've discussed it. You know, I'm going to say I thought it was wildly disappointing. I mean, if you consider the acting challenge, for example, I mean, David's been re-watching every drag race under the sun um, at the moment. He was re-watching, funnily enough, the one with Rosé the other day. And, you know, their one, Honey, I Shrunk the Drag Queens. I mean, compared to this... No, that wasn't... Was that with Rosé? Yeah, and got me... Yeah, it was, yeah. Mm. Yeah, um, but compared to this, that was the fucking Oscar-worthy. This was just, just like it had no beginning, middle, and end. Like the whole, the whole Squirrel Games thing was sort of tacked on at the end, and the and the lasers and the like, and the like, and all the pretty much most of the acting was terrible. The characters weren't developed, and the script was not funny. Yeah, I mean the Squirrel Games thing. If they hadn't told us about it before, it could have been it would have been a funny twist in the scene. But they'd already told mm. us before that it was happening, so that was very strange. Um, yeah, I, mean, I find it funny now with because there's so many seasons of Drag Race. Uh, there was a podcast I was listening to the other day, and they were talking about the best snatch games of all time. And someone was saying Jujubee's Eartha Kit, and they were saying, "I mean, it's so good. We even quote it to this day." And I'm like, "It was actually like two years ago. <laughs> it was like not that long ago, but it feels like a million years ago because there's been eight hundred. There were so many of since. them." But yeah, um, I did think in terms of acting challenges, it wasn't one of the worst ones because I could kind of follow it and I got the references, but they could have been a lot funnier. Um, yeah, I found Jumba's quite weird in it, so I get why she was in the bottom. I did not think Danny was very good, as I said. I just, I don't think she was bad, but I just thought a, a better Davina McCall would have been to... I mean, Davina, you can go really over the top. I felt like she was just doing Scylla Black. I just, I just can't bear when they... Yeah, agreed. And I can't bear when they just rely on... Yeah, Scylla Black again. Um, 
can't believe we just rely on screaming. Do you know what I mean? Like, I mean, I just, I thought Jombas and uh, Black Pepper were both horrendous. I'm sorry. Yeah, I did. I did actually laugh when uh, Kim Boo Booburn, whatever it's called, head came off at the end. That was quite a funny visual gag. She was. She was quite. She was quite funny anyway. Horrible, she was. She was funny. Horrible girl. Um, I used to say that all the time at the beginning of the podcast. What are they called? And they said, um, horrible, horrible girl. And she said, um, chicken gang, livered oh, shit. Um, drag, drag handed, which was quite funny because, uh, you know, play on gang <laughs> handed. Very, I've never actually met her. I would love to. Um, so, yeah, then we get the critiques. We've talked about Rue being over the top with her. Oh, you mean, do you mean Kim Woodburn? Kim Woodburn, yeah. Have you met her? Yeah, I got, um, I haven't met her, but however, I got, um, an ex of mine has got a tattoo of Kim Woodburn on his le- on his thigh, like a big face of hers, and underneath it says something like "chicken liver chits," right? And like, because he just loves her, and he obviously just loves tattoos. And so I got um, he's got a thing for old hags, then. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> fucking cunt. <laughs> so um, he um, so I got I know I know Kim Woodburn's agent. Um, so I got I got his agent to get. To do to get her to do a voicemail going calling calling him a silly stupid child to get a stupid tattoo or something basically slagging him off and he loved it. Oh my god, I I really want to know. Um, speaking of celebrities, about your GC thing, but is that not for on air? Um, well, I mean, I've had some beef with GC in the past, but um, I saw her a couple of weeks ago, and you know, it was all to do with stories. It was to do with her ex, who is now well, like gay. I know her um, her current husband, well, her current fiance, and I knew him. I knew him like about oh, a long time ago, maybe ten years ago. That's how long I've known uh, Gemma for. And yeah, I mean, I'm not going to go into why we fell out, etc., etc., etc. But I will say, you told it before on the podcast. <laughs> oh yeah, I have. Um, but yeah, she um, there was obviously like quite a lot of misunderstandings, and you know, and somebody, some journalist who I won't name, stuck her fucking stupid oar in, made things worse, and um, yeah, we discussed it, and you know, and he, and there was there was stuff that basically I did a bit of I did a bit of relationship counselling as well. He was like, "Can you tell Gemma that that's, this didn't happen?" And I was like, "Gemma, that didn't happen." So she finally listened to me, and she apologised to both of us. So congratulations to everyone involved. She's no longer my nemesis. I had beef with Gemma Collins this week as well. What? We, well, we were at a McDonald's event, so we were actually having um, beef. Uh, <laughs> it was a McDonald's event? Yeah, McDonald's launched their Christmas advert this week, and my friend Katie took me to the headquarters, uh, which is in East Finchley, for the party. And Gemma Collins was there, and I got to try the Christmas oh, menu. Wow. And, yeah, I, I, for me it was like going yeah to Mecca or to... Like I don't know, church. It was just that is a mate. To be fair, I've got a, you know, I've, I do have to have a little bit of respect for McDonald's. For example, I know you know that I was um, involved in Flack Stock over the yeah. over the summer, which was like a festival to celebrate the life of Caroline Flack. And McDonald's was one of the sponsors, and they um, and I mean, I guess it was like five six thousand people there. They they not only did they sponsor it, they didn't ask for like loads of branding except. Everywhere, etc., etc. So you couldn't even. I mean, they didn't even have much of it like on display. They didn't have to say thank you, McDonald's, and they gave them quite a hefty wedge as well. And they provided like like three or four trucks giving out free burgers, free fries, and free McFlurries. Oh God, you have to take me next year if that happens again. Then you know I love McDonald's, and apparently McDonald's is one of the most uh, economically what you call it not friendly, whatever um, 
companies there is. Eco-friendly. Eco-friendly, yeah. So I'm always a big supporter of McDonald's. I find it very comforting, nostalgic and just generally delicious. Uh, they are oh my God, maybe they'll sponsor us. <laughs> I should ask them actually. Maybe they would. Maybe they want to. Why lot, not? A lot of companies want to like support LGBT things. It's like become trendy, for, like to do things in pride and stuff. So, yeah, maybe they fucking should. They've got enough money. That is a good. That's that's a good idea actually. Do you, I might be able to get a hold of the person, somebody at the company, because um, I know the people who organise Flagstock, and I know who asked to and stuff. Like I bet, I bet Dean would know. I, I lost Dean. I used to know Ronald. We used to date, actually. Because, um, you know, I love a man I with thought, big, big the... feet. Because he's big feet. You do. Big and you do nose. like that big shiny nose as well. Yeah. And the pale, uh, very, very pale skin. I know. And he thought I was the hamburger. But I was actually the turd burger. Are you, are you sure it's not just Lewis without taking his red wig off? <laughs> well, he has got a red nose, but that's the drinking. Um... <laughs> <laughs> that's rosacea. <laughs> Is it called rosacea? Rosacea. Oh, that's a good that's a good drag name. Um, so in the critiques, Cheddar is complaining she didn't get negative critiques. I'm like, well, that's quite weird. And odd. Um, <laughs> and then, as I mentioned, the Michelle Pixie critique, which there was not enough you in the Kim Woodburn. I just find this really bullshit. I feel like whatever she had done this episode, she was going to end up getting critiqued. Yeah. Um, I was very surprised that Rue said that he'd followed Pixie's career for years because he doesn't say that very often. And I didn't get the impression Pixie was a particularly well-known drag queen. So that was very I odd. don't get the impression that this was true. <laughs> well, I think the thing is, I've always been told, and I think it is true, that Rue does actually look at all the audition tapes. Mm. So I think when she says, I followed your career, I think she means, I remember your audition tape. From She's probably applied every year. Yeah, or she... or. Of every season. Yeah, she's probably applied every year and Rue's gone on uh, like and, and just like and be like, oh, I don't think she's ready to so yes. then look to her Instagram and stuff and see what she's done again this time. So yeah. every 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 year when it comes to casting, she's probably looked to her for the last four years. So, I mean, I guess that is kind of following her career. So And I think it's weird because she's never, I've never seen her say this before to someone. And there's been times where she definitely has known the Queen before. Like she knew Bob the Drag Queen before season And Cheddar, yeah. She knew Raja. Yeah, Cheddar, she did it this year. But Cheddar's quite famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was quite an odd one to to say, but it obviously meant a lot to Pixie. And I'm glad that she had that moment. Because to be honest, I am so sick of Pixie. I feel like she's such a bummer. And I don't mean that as in <laughs> gay anal sex. I mean, it just is like, every time she speaks, it just feels like, oh, God, depressing. Um, <laughs> is that just me? <laughs> but yeah, Jumbas is, in Untucked is the most thrilled person ever to be in the bottom. She's like, I'm in the bottom, but you know what? Rue said my outfit was gr- one of the best in history, and that is a win for me. So good for that's, a, that's a win for me. I think Jumbas is sober because did you notice all the cocktails had cocktails in, but hers had water, unless it was straight vodka. Oh, maybe. Yeah, because you know the Irish do like to push it. It's that hard, hard Northern Irish living. Mm, hard Northern Irish liver. Um, mm. So, and then Pixie tells Danny that she looks pretty. She says, finally, you look pretty. I felt like it was a compliment, but it was actually a bit, <laughs> a bit backhanded there. And then we get. <laughs> a bit gang handed. They, um, then they watch all the videos from their family, boyfriends, parents. Yada, yada, yada. Um, yeah, everyone fancies Jumba's brother. Um, but yeah, they're all just usual old crap. We're proud of you, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, I did feel like this Usual ep- old bag of shit. I felt like this episode was so long. I kept like checking the timeline. Is this still on? Mm, I don't know if it's because mm. I watched Is it quite late hours? at night oh. and I was sober and I was just like, Jesus Christ. 
Um, but yeah, we find out Danny is safe. Cheddar gets a win, which is three wins in a row, which I don't think mm. well, I don't think it's ever happened on the UK Drag Race, apart from I think Lawrence Cheney did it, but one of them was a girl, the girl group. Well, challenge. Do you know, I think if Pixie had done an incredible runway, she could have maybe could have won it. I think she should have won, but yeah, the runway was bad. But Cheddar, I didn't think her win made sense this week. She was not even in the top three best for me. I couldn't understand what she was saying a lot of the time. I didn't find her funny. So mm. this... I think maybe Danny should have won. I don't think Danny... I think Pixie... I think Pixie was the only viable winner this week, to be honest. So I met... And she hasn't had a win. And she's done... She did well in Snatch Game. She did well in... Um, what was that other one? The Improv, where I thought she should have won. So, yeah. I mean, this could have been one to finally give her. But instead, she's safe. And we get Jombas versus Pepper in the bottom... And quite an odd lip sync song, which is Booty Love, um, Some Kind of Rush. It's a tune, though. I fucking love this song. It's quite good, but I haven't heard it for a long time. And they did have quite a few hits, didn't they, Booty and so, Love? And it is a weird one for... It's, yeah, yeah, they had... Um, oh, my God, it's like Shine. That's another one. Yeah. Uh, I loved them. Well, they were the two girls from, um, from 21 Seconds Ago. What's that called? So Sully Crew, were they? Yeah, yeah, I think so. They're not Lisa Mafia. Remember, I told you, I'm a soldier. Drop us in the club and it's all over. No, definitely not Lisa Mafia. Um, I think, maybe. I'm not sure. So, in this lip sync, I think you mentioned what it was earlier. Because I thought Pepper lost her shoe. But she still had both her shoes on. But it was a green glittery thing on the floor. Was that the thing you said that was hanging out of her head? Yeah, yeah. It is. Like, it looked like a pair of old pants. Well, why? Why, honestly? I thought, to be honest... I thought they both did good in the slip sync, and it was quite a close one. Yeah, it was one. quite good. Um, I would have said Pepper maybe did slightly better, but because c- it's her third time in the bottom, I would have sent her home. Mm. She's actually not done well in this competition since week one. She's been either bottom or safe every week, apart from week one where she won. And, even- and Jombas, I feel like Jombas had like a like a uh, like a routine because she repeated the same. Um, dance moves a few times so I think you could tell she had practiced it yeah and John, it wasn't bad Jumba's had um, yeah she kind of committed to it was clean and it was controlled whereas Pepper gets a bit chaotic um, yes so, it was chaotic yeah so it was a, I thought that they were going to send home Jumba's but then they got a double sachet um, uh, sorry double chante and I just think this is a weird week to use it. I thought it would have been better used last week with Dakota, who actually deserved a shot in the final and did yeah, well. Yeah, yeah. And then they could have got rid of John Burr's this uh, this week. But I think, um, oh, I'm going to have to say it. I just, um, I think we're only, two, we're, only, we're only two days, sorry, two episodes before the end. But like, I mean, my compared to my feelings, how I felt about the final five in... Um, season 14 of American Drag Race. I just don't have any any kind of feelings like that about this one. No, I agree. I um, I do like... like I was so invested in all of them in season 14. Like Willow Pearl and like and Lady Camden and Bosco, like everybody. Like I just loved them and I loved how they were with each other. There was such a storyline, such a power between them. It was just beautiful and amazing to watch. And I just... And I just don't feel that with these guys, really. I know. It feels like they've just slept walked into the final, really. Um, and Cheddar has mm. four wins now. And usually the person with four wins does not win Drag Race UK. Well, season two, Bimini had four wins and did not win. And last season, Ella Day had four wins and did not win. Mm. So if we're following um, 
routine, then Danny Beard should win. Mm. But, uh, routine. Routine. And usually, well, every single other season, the UK, the first winner, the person who won the first episode wins the season. So that was just Black Pepper, which I don't see happening. So I think we're going to break... Um, those routines this time and I think it is going to be Cheddar Gorgeous even though she's the obvious There can't be anybody else No, I don't I think mean, like, so and, Im- and imagine what those fi- what her final outfits are going to look like They're going to be astounding She's a real star um, I, I agree with you I think if she'd had a bit more fun and been a bit more silly I think I'd find her win a bit more mm. satisfying Yeah, agreed, yeah But she still does deserve it She's. I think she's the best one here even though I don't think she deserved it this week And maybe she isn't that kind of person I mean, like when I, like I said, when I met her on the uh, tube, she was um, just very polite and very gracious and very kind. And I think, and I see all of that with her on here. I think, um, yeah, like, like, but I think she's just very poised and not chaotic. And I think, like, like if she made a mistake about something, she would rather than laugh about it. She'd beat herself up about it. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but I mean, she reminds me of Sasha Velour, and not just because they're bald, but I still think Sasha Velour managed to be serious, but also. Mm. showed a bit more of a sense of humour. I think I could have done with a bit more humour from Cheddar. But there's still time. Next week we've got the general erection, uh, which is kind of a roast. So I think that's going to be a really fun challenge. And unfortunately, guest judging is Oli Alexander. You know how I hate him, so I'm sure I'm going to be bitching about that. But um, other than that... I've got a story about him, which I cannot say on air. Well, I'll say mine, and mine is not positive, let me tell you. Well, let's save that for next week. Do let's. And hopefully next week we'll have an update for you guys on what is happening, because this week we've just been kind of getting emotional about the messages, but we haven't really started following the leads. But next week I think we will have more of a definitive answer. We will. And in the meantime, thank you so much for sticking with us, and keep praying for us, and we love you guys. Let's click-clack it out. Click-clack, 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 click-clack. (laughs) Ha, 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 ha.